When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. How do you make the most of your land? If you ask the Rens, who run with us on a John Deere mower, they tell you... I mow first, then I do all the trimming. But the Hubbards, who work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor, would say... If it's something you want, just go after it and try it. Then there's the Mosers, who may mention from the seat of their John Deere Gator UTV... You can't be all working that play. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deere.com. Nothing runs like a deer. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. 800-998-1003. I'd absolutely want to hear from you, Saints fans. How are you feeling this morning? As all the reports indicate, tomorrow will be the official day. You'll see the tweet. You'll probably see him at the facility. Don Matthew. Honey Badger coming home. St. Art product. No doubts. Adding leadership, playmaking, I think. To that secondary, that defense, no doubt, a focus by Dennis Allen to make a strength of this team stronger. Ross Jackson, love the moves. We talked about it back last hour. Alante Taylor, the cornerback from Tennessee, adding some strength there as well. And when you look at it from this perspective, as he said that that position can lose your game rather quickly if you don't have strength there. Remember, Roby was signed last year, but couldn't get on the field at least to start because Paulson and Debo play. But how important was Roby towards the end of the year when either injuries happen or added depth? You can do a bunch of different packages. Even Marshawn Lattimore, who I thought had an absolutely, I thought it was his best season as a New Orleans Saint. Just his game was more well-rounded, and more importantly, I thought he was focused. And you saw consistent high-level play, at least to me. Every other, you know, every game, as opposed to when he was facing perhaps a top receiver. And when you look at the secondary, again, I know if you don't follow the Jets, you don't follow the AFC, you may not know what Marcus Mays does, but there's 
Ross Jackson even said it. There's a lot of people that keep bringing it up. In a lot of statistics at that position of note, whether it's pass catching or, you know, keeping receivers from catching the football, it's one or two. Marcus Mays and Marcus Williams. Like, it's literally one or two. So, you at least, I think, replaced Marcus Williams with a guy at least in the same neighborhood. Maybe same class of vehicle. I mean, I honestly. And if you move him to free, and Matthew is now your strong, that's not a bad safety. I'm, I, again, in theory, that should be a pretty good safety group. And Alante Taylor can be a solid backup. And as Ross says, you bring him in, try to compete and see if he can push either a Debo or you know, other guys on this team, whether it's safety or it's slot corner, but that added depth and you can't overlook the fact that it's 17 games. I mean, the Saints literally went, forgot what was it? Was it 52 different lineups or something that they started last year? The different starters. I mean, it, injuries are going to hit you. So, and, and that's, that's why they resigned PJ Williams to that one year contract. I, I know I saw that as well. We got PJ. It was just a one year deal. And the reason, why he's valued on his team is because he did come in at safety or at corner, which is what this guy can sort of do. Matt Hudak's going to join us later this week uh, for the Saints Wire, and she pointed out something that we were talking about this morning about these draft picks, whether it's Taylor, Jackson or Jackson, DeMarco or Jordan from App State or the Air Force. Leadership was a big target point for Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis this year. Of those draft picks, like Alante Taylor was the guy that did the pregame huddle like Demario Davis. She's going to explain on Wednesday why she thinks he's kind of a mini Demario Davis. I'm not talking about the playmaking and things of that nature, but this is a guy that if he gave up plays, like would sort of punish himself and donate things to people. Just, there's a lot of good story and, and player in Alante Taylor. And I think the reason why most of us, including myself, went, huh? This because it was a 49, but Ross just brought up a good point. Well, you didn't have picks three and four. And if you don't have picks three and four, and that's a player that you probably wanted in the third or fourth round, you're not going to get them. You're not going to get them. So Mickey Loomis sort of explained kind of that back on Saturday. Um, yeah, I think, I think man, when you're sitting there and you don't have a pick, um, I see some players that, man, I'd really like to have that, that guy. Um, so yeah, I think I think there's a little there's not regret because then you think about okay, we wouldn't have been able to you know, do these other things if if um if we still had those picks. So I feel I feel really good about about uh where we ended up in this draft. And I think that's something to kind of keep an eye on, right? That that's how they looked at it. As far as the philosophy for what they wanted to do, Loomis? Yeah, I, look, I think I think uh I'm going to talk about just philosophy. You guys have heard me say this before. Um, we are of the philosophy that you, you find somebody that you love and you go get them. And that's what we, that's what we did here. Um, there was somebody that we really loved and, and went and got him. And, and the opportunity presented itself. And, you know, we're excited about that. He's, he, you know, his skill set, you know, fits what we're, we were looking for. And there was, there was a number of good receivers in this draft. Um, and all of them would would have helped us, and yet I think I think Chris is is the guy that 
his skill set fits what we're looking for perfectly. Yeah, just speed. You know, here's, here's what I like about all of our draft picks, for one thing. Tough, smart, they're all seniors, they're all captains. Um, um, you know, they fit the profile of what we want as, you know, as, as players in our locker room, and, and uh, so it begins with that. I don't think you can overstate that. And look, just look at what this franchise decided to do this year. Sean Payton. Adios, muchachos. I'm done. I need a break. And they chose to kind of keep at least a a philosophy of sorts and a way of doing things that worked for them. And when it worked for them, it was this, you know, the right type of player. I heard Sean Payton say that a lot. He also said a lot the vision of the player. And, you know, as I mentioned in my conversation with Maddie, and she'll explain a little bit detailed uh, on Wednesday, she's going to do some interviews with some people that know him and things of that nature and get a little more sense of who Elante Taylor is and some of these other players so we can talk in depth about it on Wednesday. She, um, she just pointed that out. I mean, these are guys that did the pregame chants, did the huddle, did all of that. I think it's when you have guys like that, they are team guys. They understand what it means. And to Ross's point, I know we kind of train our heads and look at it like, is that guy the starter? Is that guy this? Again, that side of the football already is good. The more depth you can add, the better. And... You can overcome injuries better. The competition's going to make the other players better. And to Ross's point, and we overlook it. We do. Because we look at the, the sell the jerseys. Well, they start and all that. Um, we went through a stretch here in New Orleans, as y'all know, where special teams lost games. I mean, last year, without Lutz, you, you saw how that hurt. But Taysom Hill kind of, quote-unquote, rose to fame and and became Mr. Special Team. How many games did he himself win by block punts or things of that nature? So special teams is very keen, especially if you're playing a team that's kind of equivalent in talent, can change momentum, can win you the game. And if these guys are captains, seniors, leaders, what have you, you're adding that to your depth, you're adding that to your special teams, minimum, you made your team stronger. Now, I understand there's still some question marks and, and holes on offense. But how big are those, to be honest with you, when, I again, I think Michael Thomas already, if he just steps on the court with the guys that they had last year, the court, the field, um, it's going to be better. He's just He's going to take attention. It's going to be better. You add a guy in Chris Olave, as you heard Ross said, it, right now, probably, or it's going to compete to be the best route runner, him and Michael Thomas. I mean, he's, he's known for his route running. And he has speed. He runs 4-3. Let's not, let's not overlook at, okay, well, great, he can kind of get open, all those things. This is a guy that can take a short pass, run precise, crisp routes. If the ball's delivered there, can take it up the field and go, or he can run by you. That's going to then help clear up the middle of the field for Taysom, for other tight ends. And again, I, I don't need Taysom Hill to be Jimmy Graham. 
Taysom Hill's experiment probably is one that people want to see, and Dennis Allen said, let's try it because of his size. Third and short, second and short. Run a yard past the marker, turn around. Or give him the ball on the line of scrimmage. Quick pass. Steps back and catches it and run. Get him ahead of speed. You're basically trying to line him up one-on-one. The guy's shown the ability to run through several defensive players. Now you're putting him in space. Makes sense. You can clear out the left side of the field. Let's say you're going left. Run some go routes. One's a slant. Now all of a sudden you have the 5 to 10, 15 yards wide open. He's lined up on the left side as a tight end. He goes up, cuts 7 yards or so towards the left. Hand him the ball. Clear space. He's got one guy. I, I just, I, I don't need him to be Tony Gonzalez. Or Kelsey, but those guys are running through you and stuff. So, again, I know there's a lot of ifs and a lot of, well, we got to see it happen, but I, I, Jameis Winston to me doesn't just don't fumble the ball. Don't do what I saw this weekend that Roy sent me. I, what, what is the fan football league anyway? What, what is that? He's playing like some sort of, why, first off, why is he, playing in anything and I know there's no rush or anything it's like basically flag football he's just standing there and throwing and Tyreek Hill intercepts him and I mean you would have thought for Roy and his and his Dolphins that they'd have won the Super Bowl it's literally like in some indoor arena football league or something and they're all just playing just tossing the football he throws it over the middle Tyreek Hill jumps up and gets it and runs it back and everyone's reacting like they won the Super Bowl I don't even know what this league is but I am I'm like if I'm a Saints guy I'm like why is he even doing that right now? All it takes is some, you know, I, I don't even want him doing that. He better be at the facility doing that. Speaking of, I want to pass along what Nick Underhill of New Orleans at football said earlier today in, in that, you know, he was kind of looking at the defense and all the different plays and things of that nature. And, you know, he posted just certain things to kind of keep an eye on. And, and Nick mentioned that Marcus May is the, the stat that, that Ross brought up has allowed the lowest catch rate. 47.8% of any DB since he entered the league in 2017, minimum 100 targets. You add what Tyron Matthew can can bring in playmaking and communication is something that is key. And as he brought up as well, Peyton Turner has been a guy that, you know, is going to come back healthy and ready to go. And he says that the First round pick from last year has been a regular at the facility during the voluntary portion of the offseason program. He thinks he can be a factor this upcoming season. Nick Underhill at Nick underscore Underhill. Sports Takeover continues next. We will talk with Rafael Esparza, Mr. Vegas. Take a look at last night's games, this night's games, Vista Cuffs, all of that. When we come back, Sports Takeover in ESPN New Orleans. All right, people, it's time for the Caesar Sportsbook Report. Caesar Sportsbook is giving out first bet insurance for all new users up to $1,100. Download the app and use promo code Radio CZR and then place your first bet. If you win, congrats. But if not, you'll get your wager back as a free bet. Get started today. The basketball and hockey playoffs are underway. Baseball is heating up. And now that the NFL draft is over, it's the perfect time to start placing your futures wagers. And remember, that first bet is protected up to $1,100. Just use the promo code RADIOCZR when you sign up. And with Caesars Rewards, every bet you place, win or lose, brings you closer to redeeming the types of perks only Caesar can offer. Tickets, free stays, experiences, and more. 
Must be 21 and physically present in Louisiana. Permit pending at Horseshoe Bossier City. Not available in prohibited parishes. New users only. Bet amount of qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss. Paid as a single bet credit. Must be used within 14 days. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Caesars Sportsbook. The only app with Caesars rewards. Download it. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 3 and 2 stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fouchon, Abbeville, and Reserve. Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. No doubt. Super excited. Doing prop bets left and right for what jerseys the New Orleans Saints will wear in the upcoming Super Bowl. Rafael Esparza, how are you? Oh, here we go. It's May 2nd. Yep. Yep. You ready? You ready? I mean, in all honesty, though, like seriously, um, Mike Greenberg today uh, was just losing his mind. The New York Jets are winning the AFC. Um, I literally feel like everyone is picking the Eagles to win the NFC East based off of their draft. And essentially everyone got stronger and better. I mean, you had, was it Colin Coward tweeted that the Broncos should be the Super Bowl favorites for the next couple of years. There's a lot of, um, I guess good vibes and feelings based off of draft picks and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, it's, as Roy texted me earlier, you want to bet on it. How much money, I guess, or, or let's follow the money, right? Follow the money trail. What fan base is really excited <laughs> as far as Super Bowl favorites and stuff based off the draft? Uh, based off the draft, jeez, uh, I would probably have to say the Jets and the Eagles are probably, you said that, probably the two. Uh, biggest ones. I kind of like what Pittsburgh did in the draft. They filled some of their needs and some of their holes. Uh, I guess with the, I guess with the, what the Eagles did, if they, if they need to look for a quarterback next year, if this one fails, they still have some good draft picks next year. I mean, but it's, it's the NFL draft. I mean, I still think the Buffalo Bills, uh, the Green Bay Packers and the Rams and I, and the Chargers are probably the top four teams that are getting tickets written to win. Uh, the Super Bowl, and last time I checked, those four teams didn't blow up the social media during the NFL draft. So uh, I think one of those four teams win the championship. Okay, I hear you. Um, when you look at obviously in the NFC, I think the AFC feels more stacked, right? A little more power there, especially in the quarterback position, and maybe a little bit more competitive, including in certain of those divisions as well. In the NFC, Dan Orlovsky this morning from ESPN has the Saints third in terms of the guys that he thinks or the teams that he thinks are strong. He has the Eagles uh, as five, the Saints as three, Bucks two, Rams 
one with the Packers four. Do you think the Saints are among the top five talent-wise in the NFC? I guess see what their offense is. We know for years past that the Saints are always going to have a great defense, probably top ten. It always seems like it in a blink of an eye, their defense is always. I just I still have question marks on their offense. How how healthy is your starting quarterback? What's going to happen to your running back that still has legal issues that that, that could maybe make him miss some games? Is Thomas going to be a hundred percent? So I have a lot of question marks on offense. Now, if we mm-hmm. just play on defense and defense alone, then yes, I would say the Saints are probably top five team in the NFC. But that offense for me has question marks. Okay. Um, when you look at the AFC, seven spots, obviously, like the NFC going to the postseason. How deep you think that conference is, especially based off of the draft and draft picks? Look, I do think the players that the Jets got seem pretty good. Bengals seem to have gotten a little stronger and some, some deeper there as well. Um, I thought the Broncos did add some nice talent and depth there. I, I just look at it and, and go, look, the Chargers are they're playing all in, huh, Raphael? I mean, they're going all in in free agency, and I thought that had a nice little draft here as well. Yeah, now I'm going to buy stock on the AFC to win the Super Bowl. I mean, because that division, I mean, we got Bills, Chiefs, Chargers. Let's throw in the Bengals. Let's throw in the Broncos. Uh, the Browns are going to be a totally different uh, team. And I'm not even talking about the Raiders, who are going to be a totally different team as well. So the AFC is just completely, completely stacked. So, if I had to buy stock and what what conference I think is going to win the Super Bowl, I'm, I'm throwing it all in on AFC. Okay, easy enough. Um, what team do you think did the worst? Miami? Just to, just tell me Miami's to make me feel better. Now, honestly, what, what team drafted? I, I feel like a lot of people question what's going on in New England. Yes. <laughs> I have no – I would have to say New England or Baltimore because that, that trade at the Baltimore did – is probably not making a quarterback happy who's still looking for a contract. So I'm going to say Baltimore and New England are just completely, completely head-scratchers for me. I have no idea. And I'll throw in the, the Chicago Bears just because they, they're they always clueless. I like the way the Lions did in the draft. Right. They're just yeah. on some stuff. I like what the Lions did. I like what Jacksonville did. Uh, but I would have to say those three teams, I'm totally puzzled. Ravens, uh, New England, and the Bears. And, and – New England, I mean, he's their number one draft pick. I, I still it puzzles me, but that's New England. This guy might be an All Pro for uh, twenty years. It is interesting you say that. I'm trying to think like the, the Bears sort of. It wasn't very quiet draft, right? You would think that, right? Yeah, I mean, they really didn't. I mean, they filled some holes, not all the holes, but uh, man, they're all in on this second year quarterback. And if he struggles and stuff like that, uh, I would not be shocked if the Lions leapfrog. Uh, the Bears in that in that division. They went corner safety. They finally got a receiver over there in um, uh, Velas Jones or Velas Jones from Tennessee. But yeah, I mean their 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 first pick didn't come into the second round. It was Kyler Gordon from Washington, a corner. Then they went safety in the second for Jaquan Brisker, the player that was taken right before the Saints, which a lot of people would have loved to have seen the safety from Penn State here, and that maybe made the decision for the team to go. Um, Alante Taylor. Speak with Rafael Esparza, Mr. Vegas, as we like to call him, at Sports, the way to follow him over on Twitter. So that's all the NFL news here as well. Do you already have prop bets as to who's the number one pick right now next year? Is it, it C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young? Uh, it's probably going to be one of those two. I think we're going we're gonna to put those out probably after the Derby. Because, I mean, let's face it, it's a big, big, big uh, week. For all men, you got the NHL playoffs dropping the puck tonight, NBA playoffs. you got UFC 274. We have Canelo Alvarez fighting. Uh, this weekend, Kentucky Derby this weekend. The Cubs are going to lose to the White Sox the next two games. So it's a busy mm. week in sports. 
Yeah, they didn't do too well at Milwaukee, did they? NBA playoffs yesterday. You had the Bucks beat the Celtics. It seemed like every, you must have loved this. I mean, you must have made at least some sushi money uh, last night because everybody had the Celtics, at least on ESPN, just winning the championship, much less beating the Bucks. I thought it was a bit disrespectful. There's still the, you know, the title holders here. I know no Middleton, but 101-89 in Boston. How big a surprise is that for you? Yeah, it was a nice surprise for us because we were taking so much Boston money to win the conference or to win the uh, the series. So that was a really, really good for win. And uh, watching that game and watching Milwaukee just uh, just play their half court and their sets. Why doesn't no one say the Greek Freak is the best player in the NBA? Everyone says Kevin Durant now, uh, Tatum could be on his way, LeBron, all that, Embiid. I don't hear the Greek freaking. What he did yesterday, I mean, he's got to be up there, as uh, I think, uh, as the king of all kings right now in the NBA. Because if they can beat the Celtics in this series and go back to, let's say, the Eastern Conference Championship, uh, he has to be mentioned for the best player in the NBA right now. Mm. Warriors and Grizzlies, do you think this goes seven, man? 117-116. I don't know if how to feel about this as a Pels fan, but that seemed like a pretty even battle yesterday in that Memphis is so big with their size, it kind of it kind of hinders. I don't know hinders, but Golden State had to earn that one. But dude, two defensive plays by Golden State won them the game. The last the last two possessions for Memphis literally were defensive plays. Yeah, and that was a big loss for Memphis to lose at home. Yeah. They have uh, what's his name? Who I can't think of the top of his missed two free throws. Clay Thompson. Uh, that could have yeah, Clay Thompson. That could have yeah. put the game away. And then you have another guy in that team that could put up thirty points in pool. So yeah. uh, that's a big uh, that's a big boost for Golden State pool coming in and, and putting up some big numbers. You still have Wiggins and all that. So if Curry uh, struggles. Uh, and they're, they're, let's see, their bench struggles. They have other people that can put up big numbers. Like back back in the day when KD was on the team, uh, a yeah. big loss for Memphis. They should have won that game. I think now Golden State uh, are, are, yeah, the, the Warriors probably win in six. Yeah, and here's the other thing too. No Draymond Green. If, I think if Golden State wins game two, you're, you're asking a lot to win uh, for the next five, right? I mean, you really are. You're asking a lot to, to do that. So I, game two, I think, is pretty pivotal if you're, if you're in Memphis, you have any shot here. Uh, when you look at the two games tonight, 76ers in heat, Miami seven and a half point favored here, but it's probably because Embiid looks a little banged up, doesn't he? Yeah, I heard he's probably not going to play his games one and game two, uh, which is probably good. I mean, you can go – it won't hurt you if you go down uh, to uh, oh, two in Miami, because now you have to go back and play, play two games in Philly, and if you can win those games, now it's a three-game series. So I, I totally understand why they're probably going to take leave him out for games one and games two. I like Miami. I kind of like the over tonight, two eight and a half with no Embiid in the middle. I think we're going to see some points scored and a little bit more, but up-tempo games. So we're not be shocked if this thing goes over the total. Mm, interesting. Uh, Mavericks and Suns, Phoenix five-and-a-half point favorite here. Look, they were just in the battle here in New Orleans through six, obviously Devin Booker, you would think, is back. And they, by taking care of the Pels in game six, they at least got a, a day or two uh, of rest here. It, it, is Dallas, can they beat Phoenix? I think Dr. Jets has had a huge, not a huge game, but a huge series to do that. I mean, now that Booker's got completely back, uh, I think that puts their bench back into order where they needed to. And I think the bench scoring can be too much. I think Phoenix wins this one in either five or six. I think the only team that could have maybe caused problems and put Phoenix at home on my couch watching the games was your Pelicans. I mean, they just the way they were combing in 
into yeah. that series. Uh, I think they were, I think they had a better shot at knocking off Phoenix than Dallas does. So I have Phoenix having no problem taking care of the man. What took place over the weekend, some fisticuffs. I know you, you were talking about what four belts were on the line over the weekend for the ladies. Yeah, while you were hee-hawing away at Baton Rouge watching Garth Brooks, you probably missed the fight of the year with really? Billy Taylor and Serrano. So it was. I would highly, highly recommend watching that Amanda Serrano, Katie Taylor fight. The last minute of the tenth round was outstanding. I'm shocked. I still can't believe it was still, one of those girls didn't fall down. It was a great, great, great uh, boxing match. Uh, Katie Taylor wins it uh, by split decision, a fantastic uh, game. And then, like I said, you have Canelo this weekend. You have UFC 274s. You have back-to-back great fight weekends. But you were hee-hawing with Garth Brooks. I was, and I was dehydrating. That's It was hot, hot and humid and 110,000 people. It was uh, it was an interesting day. It was fun. It was fun, though. I'm surprised I'm, you didn't come. I, I, had, I had an extra cowboy hat for you. I, I'm shocked. At why? Where was your cowboy hat? I saw the pictures. Yeah. Where was your cowboy hat? I was very disappointed when I saw the pictures that you didn't have no cowboy hat. Those things I don't breathe very well. Those things don't breathe very well. <laughs> I was. Uh, I sweat, man. I get hot. So I. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, for, I forgot to take photos with it. My bad. My bad. Anyway, here's what it is, man. It's sad. It was sad. I, I almost unfollowed you when I saw that. That would have been really sad. We wouldn't have any more sushi nights. Anyway, server, we'll talk again on Friday. Um, as you mentioned, Kentucky Derby around the corner, all those different things to kind of get into here. So uh, busy, busy week. Should be fun, as always. Appreciate your time. Thank you, bud. Take it easy. Have a fantastic week. You too. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation. Saints fans, I want to hear from you. How do you feel about what the Saints did over the weekend in the draft and the big news today? All reports indicating tomorrow, officially, you'll see a tweet from the New Orleans Saints. Pictures. Probably Tyron Matthew holding a Saints jersey and signing some paper documents as he will be a member of your New Orleans Saints adding to that defense. How concerned are you about the offense? I've gotten that a lot. Today and over the weekend, that there's still that big hole. I mean, you heard Raphael there, right? Not, not much belief into that offense. So let's just kind of approach it like this over the next half hour, both segments, open lines. Where where do you feel the biggest hole is? Do you feel like you don't have that much uh, on offense, or do you feel that there is that big a hole on offense? And, and where is it? Where is it, to be honest with you? Um, why is that so concerning for you? Where Where, where of... The positions on offense, do you feel there is a hole? So sports hangover on your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. At Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center, we're improving the health and well-being of the region one person at a time. And this means more game time, more first times, more crunch time, more face time, and more party time. Isn't it time you started living your best life? Change starts here at Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center. Dealing with car problems? At AutoZone, we've got the free services you need to help you get back on the road. Like our AutoZone Rewards Program. Members get a $20 reward every time they spend $20 or more five times. And if you're looking to reward your engine, start with regular oil changes. They help protect and lubricate your engine parts and keep it running smooth. 
Visit us at AutoZone.com and start the job fast with free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Chrissy is refinancing her home, so she shopped around for the lowest rate and found it at Amerisave.com, setting her up for a lifetime of savings. It's one decision she'll never regret, unlike wearing tap shoes to a surprise party. Sorry, guys. Just trying to find the perfect hiding place. Pretty regrettable, Chrissy. Unlike finding that low mortgage rate at Amerisave.com that's got you on your way to a lifetime of savings. Amerisave's rates won't be this low forever, so go to Amerisave.com now. Lower mortgage rates mean higher savings. Call 866 or visit Amerisave.com slash licensing for cost information, terms, and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all states except New York. And MLS number 1168. I've seen in our employees an uh, increase in knowledge and skills that they'll take within their whole career. The income to orbit training program is a player led. They select the training. They select the employees they want to be trained. Uh, when they've gone through the program, their skill sets improve, their confidence in their ability to do their job, and the opportunities then to advance in, in the company. Learn more at laworks.net slash IWTP. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. <sighs> I guess I got to make some room in my closet. Roy texted me a picture. He's convinced it's Miami Dolphins. I don't win the Super Bowl, but we'll be in the playoffs. We have a bet, apparently, which team will make the postseason. The other have to wear the other team's gear, and he just sent me a photo. It's a really nice, was it teal, right? The Miami Dolphin color. White numerals and lettering trimmed in, uh, I don't know, what, what, we got, what is that? Orange? What, what are your colors? Orange and teal? Is that what it is for the Dolphins? Uh, Cat and Gill on the back of this jersey. So I'm going to have a custom made jersey apparently if my Saints do not make it into the postseason, uh, as opposed to the Finns here. He thinks, by the way, Roy, the Saints are ninth at best in the NFC. I, Again, I'm just, I'm having a little trouble seeing that. Um, Saints fans back me up here. I, I just, and it has, again, I, I thought there were going to be a team that could compete for the division before a lot of all this, but I, I, I understand. I, I wouldn't even say pessimism, but just, um, caution perhaps, or just, uh, let's say caution about the offense. So tell me where it's at. Like specifically, where do you think the holes are on this offense? And I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just let let let's dissect this because I, I sort of feel that Saints fans are super excited. Honey Badger's coming. They love it. Awesome. I think Saints fans understand this defense. I think it's going to get better. And 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 is you know has some depth and is unequivocally a strength on this team. And that's clearly what Dennis Allen sees and wants. Right? And I feel that Saints fans are going, oh, this is great, awesome, Honey Badger's here, we can do this. Again, I think because he came from the Jets, because they haven't won a lot, people kind of look at it and go, oh, Marcus Mays. Ross Jackson just told you his guy's one of the best safeties in the league since he's come in the league in 2017. Nick Underhill tweeted the stat today about it as well, about what he's been able to do. And that, you know, he's one of the guys that since 2017, when you look at stats and you look at catches, fewest catches allowed, he's right up there 
Michael Thomas, by the way, tweeting earlier this morning. Loaded up. He's all in. He's excited. But, again, a lot of this is on paper, so I understand that. But the tweet that Nick uh, sent earlier yesterday, Marcus Mays has allowed the lowest catch rate, 47.8% of any DB. Any. Any. Not in the AFC East. Not in the AFC any. In the NFL. Since he's entered the league in 2017, minimum 100 targets. Again, I... I was one of those rare people here. I was like, eh, okay, Marcus Williams. I mean, I, and look, I've got an arguments with people before. You don't know how good he is. I'm like, I, I hear you, but I, I, I don't know. It's just me. I, I want to get into it. It's just, I, I look at it like I, people acted like he was, you know, I don't know, Palomalu or something. You know, I'm like, I just, I didn't see that. Um, the guy didn't want to tackle. He had, Better occasionally. I just, I wasn't consider, anyway, is what it is. This guy's in their neighborhood though. So for those that thought that he was absolutely one of the best safeties and he signed a contract that would say that, this guy's in that neighborhood, if not better. And, and a lot of statistics, it was one, two. Marcus Williams and Marcus Mays, one, two. How much does Tyron Matthew have in the tank? A lot of people are saying that. Well, you know, he's, look at his age, 29, 30, um, been illegal wiles. He's still that guy because look, obviously a lot of the things that you've seen on social media today are highlights of him at LSU. That, that was a while back. He was turning punts and making, you know, pick sixes. It, it, if any video you see today has him wearing a white jersey with the number seven, that's a while back. <laughs> that was at LSU. He got dropped by the Cardinals and the Chiefs. He's been in the league a little bit. That said, with the Saints D line they have, the linebacking play they have, it helps the back end. You get pressure on the quarterback, it helps the back end. And, and Tyron Matthew, there is one thing he's done, even as recently as last year with the Chiefs. The, he, he knows how to find the football. The football finds him, however you want to look at it. So I feel like a lot of people can discuss this for the next three hours and what they can do and all the different things that Nielsen can teach on up front. Richard is the secondary coach, co defensive coordinators, Dennis Allen's the, the offense, everybody seems to feel like that that's that's you know the hole there. So let's start. where, where are the holes? Call me. Eight hundred nine and eight one double zero three. What what concerns you specifically about the offense? What concerns you specifically about the offense? Do we start on the line? Gus, Teron Armstead's gone. Left tackle. Big hole. Don't know who's going to block there. Team says they love James Hurst. I don't know if I love James Hurst. Trevor Penning's great, but everybody says he holds. He's nasty. That's great. He's a rookie. <laughs> um, the Saints probably have gone through, what, four the last five, through the last four years where they've started a rookie. McCoy started as a rookie. Ramchick started as a rookie. Marie started as a rookie. Did I miss something? We, we've seen this team start a rookie. Um, man, I gotta coach him up. Like, they probably have one of the best offensive line coaches in the league. And I know he's done it here. Doug Marone. I'm pretty confident that if he's that nasty, that physical, that raw, or has the ability to be able to, to run block and just have to work on the path. Again, I kind of think that maybe this guy can help. 
Um, so I'm really actually not that concerned. Andres Pete, I know I call him the Matador. He's, um, he's back, but he's a starter. I, I get, I want him to eat. I, I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if somebody can, can look at, um, how he played with weight and without weight, but I feel like ever since two seasons ago, he slimmed way down. He has not been the same player. That's just me. Um, and I'm probably wrong, but that's just me. I, I think they liked what they did with McCoy so much so that while they did draft Ruiz a couple of seasons ago to replace McCoy, then they said, no, go ahead and work on right guard. You know that. I, I, I'm actually more excited about seeing if Doug Marone can help Cesar Ruiz at, at right guard. And I'm confident that Ryan Ramchek is going to be fine. So I, I'm not stressing the O-line nearly as much as I think as a lot of people. There's holes. Right? Okay, where's the holes? Because you could say, well, Teron Armstead, I hear you. That guy was never on the field. Does that make sense? Like, I guess part of me isn't as concerned at left tackle. Well, Gus, what he was when he was healthy. Yeah, when he was healthy. I mean, there were multiple games he started and finished but missed plays in between. So, I, this team, again, on the, knocking on the postseason last year, and I'm not that guy, the if and or, but literally if the Rams make a play, if Aaron Donald from the Super Bowl in the playoffs would have remotely showed up in the regular season finale, the Saints are in the postseason, not the 49ers. And I understand their reward would have been to play the Rams. I get it. Aaron Donald was nowhere to be found against Jimmy Garoppolo in the 49ers in the regular season finale. The Saints had to play a game against Roy's Dolphins with a flag football team. The Saints missed games without their coaching staff. Like, who does that? They lost their starting quarterback. Trevor Simeon was your guy for a while. I'm not salty, Roy. I'm just, these are facts, man. I mean, I'm like, when you add all of that and you miss the playoffs because of a drive, the Saints won their, res, re, their final regular season game. Exactly. Thank you, Roy. He's tweeting at me. I just, I'm telling you, it's not a good thing he has, uh, he did tell me he has unlimited for his text. But yeah, they won with Trevor Simeon. You're proving my point, Roy. They won with Trevor Simeon. Not a single person last year in training camp when the season started. No one wrote about Trevor Simeon. No one. They want a talk show. They want a podcast. No one. And the guy comes in against the Bucks and wins. The team that you're convinced is beating the Saints for the division. If that team can win with that guy and all of the things that happened, I don't understand why people are not as confident, even on that side of the ball. You had probably, and again, it's not personal. I, I love Deontay Hardy. love what Callaway can do developmental-wise. Traquan Smith is what Traquan Smith is. I think he's a better pass, you know, a run-blocking receiver than a guy that I'm going to be able to depend on and all that. But, dude, that was absolutely the worst receiving core since Sean Payton was here. Period. And you're right, Roy. And they won with Trevor Simeon. <laughs> and Taysom Hill, who's now a tight end. I, I'm just, 
That's why maybe it's just me. I'm telling you, I haven't drank anything today other than water. I just everyone's so concerned about this office and I could be able to do I look again, I you got a guy who's been calling the plays or been a part of the offensive philosophy since he's been here. In the Peyton days and you name it. You got a quarterback that knows the offense and is familiar with it. If Michael Thomas is half of what he was the last time we saw him healthy, it's still better than anybody they had. They drafted the best route runner, many believe, in the draft. Got to run good routes to get open in the NFL. And chances are he's going to catch the ball better than anybody they had last year. They couldn't. Roy, add this one. They couldn't catch. They won an almost for a playoff team with a receiving core and a tight end group that couldn't catch. Like, think about that. They look consistently couldn't catch the football. And they're almost a playoff team with Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill at quarterback for most of the season. I think Dan Orlovsky, again, I, I value what he feels here. My man has him third in the NFC. I don't know if I'm ready to put him there just yet, but they're absolutely not in the bottom half of the NFC. Help me out. Am I the only one? 800-998-1003, Saints fans. Give me your opinion. It's the sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Calvin Braxton Ford is your Ford dealer in Lockport. They want you to know how important it is to keep your vehicle always running at its best. So to help you do just that, they want you to know that they can beat almost any tire price. And they have a $70 mail-in rebate on selected brands until June 30th. You can also get an alignment for $89.95. See their certified diesel tech today at Calvin Braxton Ford Highway 1 in Lockport. The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Home Health Services in South Lafourche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. 
Let's hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Lee is on the on-deck circle. Always a pleasure when I see your name pop up there here as well. Dennis Allen on how the board fell, and then we will get to Gary. Um, Look, it was all part of the evaluation process, and, and it was all part of seeing how the the draft played out and, and uh, um, certainly didn't feel like that was a position that we had to go try to address, feel good about where we're at at the position. And, uh, um, you know, so we evaluated the quarterbacks and the way the draft played out. We felt like uh, that wasn't something that we needed to go and do and, and uh, thought there were some players that could, could, uh, could help us. Gary, thank you for calling the Sports Hangover. Sir, how are you today? I'm all right. You know, I was listening to you before the draft, and you you hit it right on the head. And I'm glad he he went after that receiver because let me tell you, I've seen that guy play. That guy can play. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, right now that he guy can help you exactly do. And, and Gary, right now, you, right now, and Gary, he's better. If Michael Thomas didn't play, he's better than anybody. Oh, I know. They got to have him and Thomas. I mean, the the defense is going to have to respect these two guys. And listen to this. You know what? I'm kind of glad that uh. What's his name? Um, Olmstead went to Miami because he never played. He missed eight games. I mean, how, how can you play? Mm-hmm. You can't win with you can't count on him. That's the problem. You can't count on him. Well, like I said, um, I, I think depth is something that they definitely focused on. Not only in this draft, but but obviously what what they feel can can sort of do right. I mean, look, last year was a learning experience for everybody. What how? Even though it's one more game, it doesn't sound like a lot, but that extra game on on the season on the roster, and then you add this year, you're going to be traveling to London and all that other stuff. I think depth was something they really, really wanted this year. Yeah, and getting a honey badger, I like the I like the move because he's good for the team. He he's from here. I think he just wants to play here and get his final years, whatever he's got. I think he's still got in the tank. I think he's going to do real good. Look, man, I'll, I'll say this. When you see the, the video of him at LSU and you see all these other things, he just, he really seems genuinely like he wants to be here. And I think that's a big part of, of success. Your own happiness, your, your own motivation and, and wanting to, you know, be comfortable in your own skin and all of that stuff, man. Cause when you can just focus on, a task, which in that case would be kind of, you know, just football. And here's the other aspect of it too, because I've seen some people go, uh, what does he have left and all that? He, do- he doesn't have to be the defensive MVP. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, no. there's still, there's a lot of good players. Just do, you, you hear coaches say this all, all the time. Do your, your 111. Do you, do you want to let You know, you're what, right. What do you do best? He, he goes and finds yeah. the football. He goes and strips it. He goes and, and, and hits a quarterback. Hey, that's great. Everybody else go do your job. And, you know, this isn't a, a yeah. team with a defense that needs a playmaker. There's playmakers all over this field. That's right. That's right. And you know what, Gus? i got to say something about Drew Brees. What a hell of a guy he is, huh? He doesn't need to be here. He's out there coaching on the baseball team. I mean, giving him a, a go, go oh, for it. The gosh. guy's unbelievable. Uh, he did the, uh, you know, the, the one through ten chant that he did in the past, and LSU wound up winning. With the walk off, you know, uh, Homer last <laughs> night, yesterday afternoon. Did it? First off, there's an LSU player that looks like identical to him. I, I thought that was Breeze at first until I looked left. I'm like, oh, that's Drew Breeze. And then, um, <laughs> that dude looks 
like he could play now. And, and you know, I, I saw that late last night when I finally had a chance to kind of settle down and look at it. And Gary, I was like, oh, I miss him. I, I just miss that, that confidence. That's what I'm saying. I I'm, do too. This morning, Gary, I was thinking about it. You know, about last year and then Sean Payton two weeks ago at the Zurich saying, well, you know, we don't, you know, wide receiver, I wouldn't say is necessarily a need. I'm like, dude, it, it maybe was time for you to just step away because it absolutely was. And I think last year was sort of similar to two seasons ago when Brady first left with Bill Belichick and Bill's like, ah, I'm good. I'm Bill Belichick. I can do what I do. I think Sean legitimately thought last year, my system, how I coach, what I do, can work, and they darn near were a playoff team. And I'm, I've been arguing the case this last half hour that I think they are. So he did, but I think it also showed you just how important a guy like Drew Brees was and how good he was, you know, You're right. to, to elevate right. everybody else. Yeah. Well, Gus, thanks for taking my call, buddy. Hey, man, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you, man. Have a good week. Lee, what's up, you, sir? You we got seven minutes, Lee, until the top of the hour. What you got? Hello, Lee. Yeah, Gus. Yeah, man, yeah, give it to me. Weekend. What you got? Dude, look, let me tell you. I, your friend Roy has worked <laughs> on my last nerve. And I'm going to tell you. Well, if you see the gif I'm he just right sent now. me right now, is Jameis Winston's face superimposed on a crab, and he's going left to right in the gif. So <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just letting Roy, you know what I... <laughs> Roy, if you're listening... I'm I'm gonna offer you to put your little money where your mouth is because I'm, I'm so I'm so tired of hearing you. I I'm gonna say this: you said the Saints gonna win seven games this, next year. I said they're gonna win twelve. Oh, you got twelve. Put, I will put a friendly wager saying that we'll I will be closer to being right than you will be. And let's put a friendly little wager on it. I don't know what it's gonna be yet. You know, I, I ain't talking about a whole lot of money or nothing like that, but something. Something where you could needle me or I could needle you. Maybe you, maybe we have forced you to have to wear a Saints jersey for the, for the following year. If I'm right and you're wrong, you wear a Saints jersey for the following year. And if and if you're right and I'm wrong, I'll go out and buy a Dolphins jersey. How about that? I mean, because right now I'm, I'm at a point right now. I'm just like, dude, do you realize we had 53 starters last year on the team and they still won nine games. Right, man. You think we're gonna get injuries, right. injuries like we did last year? I don't right. think that's gonna happen. Again. Right. Keep it's, going. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I'm like the odds of that, games, Lee. The nine odds. Games, nine the games with the odds. Nine, yeah. Nine games with the JV team, dude. Nine games. So I'm all I'm just saying. Put your money where your mouth is. I'll, I'll even take it a step further. I'm gonna say the Saints are gonna win more games than the Miami Dolphins. Well, I told them that this morning yes, because I also think the AFC is stacked here as well. We're going to win more games. That's a guarantee. We're going to win more games than the Miami Dolphins next year. Promise. Promise. You know what? I'm you know what we can do? We can have some fun. Lee, just like, Lee, just like the Pels 12 ahead, that has gone to, to fame here. Maybe we'll do something like the Roy's 12, you know, like, if he's right, at the end of the day, we'll get 12 fans that regularly call the show, you, me, whatever. We'll, we'll be Roy's 12. You know what I mean? We'll just, we'll put our, I mean, whatever. Cause I mean, I, cause I, I, again, yeah, it's so I, fun, man. It's so I fun. let's have some fun it's with so it, man. Fun. Cause I, I told Roy, I'm like, look, yeah. man, if you want to step into the role of villain, have at it. Cause I, I, but here's the thing. I know he knows his football and stuff. And that's why it surprises me. Cause if I realistically look at this team with all the things that happen again, in the NFC, even if I throw in, you know, Arlovsky has him at five. I mean, at three out of the five, right? So he had, 
He had the Rams, the Bucks, the Saints, Packers, Eagles. I don't know if I'm putting the Eagles there at five just yet, but let, okay, let's just say that. Dallas, okay, is going to be a competitive team. I'm just going in that division. Um, I don't know about the Giants or Washington, but two seasons ago, they were in the postseason. When you look at the West, I, I mean, look, the Cardinals signing Hollywood Brown might not be a bad deal there, right? And look, they've, they've been good the last two seasons, just don't close out well. But so let's throw them on there. 49ers at what, seven or eight there? I, I, I think that's, I'm trying to think of three more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know if the Saints, he says the Saints are ninth. I'm like, who am I putting above the Saints if I just have them at seven? Right. And, and that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I don't make that way to based on the fact that we play in the NFC versus the AFC. Forget, forget the fact that you're in a division with the, the Buffalo Bills. I, I'm not, I'm not expecting the Patriots to do a whole lot, but the mm-hmm. Patriots are the Patriots with Bill Belichick. Dude. You have to deal with a resurgent New York Jet team. They might wind up winning 10, 11 games this year with the way the draft they had. Oh. Man, the Jets, the Jets set the world on fire uh, this weekend with this Lee, draft. I will never, Absolutely. I yeah. will never let Roy forget the season. The Jets, if the Jets have more wins than the Dolphins this year. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just watch out. Man, I just, I mean, oh my goodness. If, if that happens, you know, that happens. We need we'll to, see. we need to get, we need to get to your next remote and we mm-hmm. need to get together and, and come up with a friendly way. Okay. Thursday. The Saints not only. So yeah, every, every need, Thursday will be at a, every Thursday will be at a, a member of the Katie's family of restaurants with the crew of Katie's every Thursday. This Thursday, it's Katie's. On Iberville, so we will be there from twelve to three this Thursday. Time to put up a shutup, buddy. Oh, all right, Roy. You heard him, Roy. You heard him. I'll text him. I'll make sure he's there. We'll make sure he's there. All right. right, Thank you, Lee. Appreciate it. Don't forget. Every Thursday, twelve to three. Last week, we're at Francesca's Deli by Katie's. That was so much fun seeing so many of you guys out there, including Mr. Black, Uncle Earl. Dropped off some beer sausage. That was fun. We're going to be at Katie's this week. You know what that's at. And uh, let's have a little more fun. Hour number three coming up. Open phone lines again if you want to keep going. Let's do it. It's the Sports Hangover at ESPN New Orleans. Don't me, don't me, don't me, oh, oh, don't you help me sing